It's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider with Jeff Franklin, Stephen McFadden, Meg Herber, and Bill Petrie. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. The Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Jeff, Stephen, Meg, and Bill. And welcome to another episode of the Industry Insider Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie, and we'll get to the other co-hosts of this platinum-level broadcast in just a moment. But first, I want to thank our wonderful sponsor, Logomats. That's right, our good friend, Miles Wadsworth, and his team at Logomats. You know, for more than 50 years, Logomats has been producing high-quality floor mats that provide a cleaner, safer, and healthier working environment. They have rubber-backed floor mats that reduce slip and fall accidents while improving workplace aesthetics featuring your customer's logo. We've actually got some here at Promo Corner, and I can tell you they are nothing short of fabulous. They focus exclusively on mats, so they offer the best products and warranty in the business. There's no setup or art fees. They're all made right here in the United States, and they have a 100% customer satisfaction guarantee. So if you'd like to learn more, and gosh darn it, why wouldn't you, go ahead and go visit LogomatsLLC.com. You won't be sorry you did. And I'll tell you, these mats are fantastic. They last about three three to five years, and they really, really look great. So awesome stuff there. Um, as always, this podcast and all Promo Corner podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search Promo Corner in the handy search feature and hit that subscribe button. Now, as I've said, there's a couple other folks here with me. I've got Jeff Franklin uh, with Headwear USA. Jeff, how are you? I'm doing all right, man. Thanks Excellent. for having me on. Excellent. Stephen McFadden, president of Perfect Promotions and More. What's up? Better to do it. And Meg Erber, outside sales manager for SNS Activewear. Hey, everybody. All right, so the topic du jour, and for those of you who don't speak French, that means of the day. The topic of the day is the Nike controversy, and this was suggested by the lovely and talented Meg Erber. So, Meg, why don't. Whoa. <laughs> Did somebody step on a duck? Um, a dinosaur. Sorry. Okay, that's okay. Meg, <laughs> since this is your topic, why don't you kick us off? Sure. Well, you know, uh, this has come to me a lot just because obviously I sell apparel in the industry, and SNS is. Their big sport brand is Adidas. So, obviously, I hear a lot from our customers about how I feel, obviously, and, and how they feel about the Nike controversy with our good friend Colin Kaepernick. Um, so, I guess I'll start from the beginning, and obviously, uh, there's been a lot going on with the kneeling, and I obviously don't want to get too much into the political post, but it's really either turned people off completely from Nike, or it's boost their sales in one way or another. But when it comes to this industry, I think people almost, they want to align their brand with a brand that makes sense. And if that brand, Nike or Adidas or Armour, isn't representing their beliefs, morals and values, then it may not align with them anymore. Um, I will get into this a little bit in a bit, but I did have a customer call me um, when all this started and they wanted to switch their customers out because they weren't happy anymore. But I think I, I, since we're going to be talking about this latest controversy, I'd like to give a little bit of background on what happened. Um, so basically, Nike had put out these shoes right before 4th of July, and they had the uh, American flag um, from the Revolutionary Era, which had 13 stars in a circle uh, on a blue square, uh, 13 stripes, obviously. And according to the history of American flags, the colors used in the flag generally represent red for valor, white for hope and purity, and blue for loyalty and vigilance. And 
Washington interpreted the symbolism of the flag as we take the stars from heaven, the red from our mother country, separating it by white stripes, thus showing that we have separated from her. And the white stripe shall go down uh, to posterity, representing liberty. Um, so apparently, how this the shift in this, I guess, drama happened when there was some students at a school and they displayed a Donald Trump flag as well as a Betsy Ross flag. And a few of the parents, um, as well as the Grand Rapids Black Lives Matter member, decided that the combination was a slap in the face to black and foreign students. Um, and because it was put in uh, the same, I guess, stance or same time frame as the Donald Trump flag, they just assumed that it was racist. So. When they launched these shoes, um, they reached out to their, their friend Colin Kaepernick, and Colin Kaepernick just decided that it was racist. So they pulled all the shoes, which had already been sent to the retailers, which obviously has caused a huge uproar um, because they weren't meant to be racist. And many people, including myself, don't believe that they're racist. But um, with that being said, Nike is a brand, a very well-known brand, and a brand that has done very, very well in our industry and where it's affecting us is like I said, people don't want to align their brand with something that is been called racist and it kind of makes them feel like their company is racist. So that's where we're at. I mean, and I'll go back to the one customer that she she literally called me. Her end user was aligned with Nike and he said, I no longer want to be branded with Nike. He's like, what do you got? Well, they are from Maryland. So naturally, under Armour would have been their first choice, but um, she called me and we put them in Adidas and they were very happy. So Interesting stuff. Yeah. Okay, so Jeff, why don't you chime in on this? What, what are your thoughts? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of hard to, to really discuss. I mean, honestly, if there are people that, that, are, that feel, you know, negatively towards the flag or what it stands for, uh, or have a you know misconstrued conception of what the flag stands for, um, then you know it, to each their own. However, uh, I think for somebody to take such a hard stance is to completely remove it from you know, especially after they've already gotten to that point where they've been shipped, they're at the retailers getting right? ready to release, and that's when they pull them. Like, why wouldn't that have been caught you know in the design phase or in production or anywhere else along the line? Why go to that length? Unless, it, I personally think it might be a, just a publicity stunt. Sounds like it. It does. Dr. Uh, McFadden? Well, this is a, um, it's, it's definitely a, the, a white, hot topic. Um, <clears throat> one, of the, one of the things I would add to what Meg was saying is, you know, at the same time as that school incident, um, there was also a, a member, um, I believe a, a KKK member, who was wearing the Betsy Ross flag as a cape. And they went on to find out that he had already murdered his wife and all sorts of crazy stuff. Oh. So, so there's, yeah, there's a there's a lot of people that are using symbols that may not actually be what they uh, actually stand for. So I think you know what the symbols are and what they actually mean and how they're used are kind of all different, right? So, in this instance, one of the, one of the questions I I had about this was, you know, 2017 when. You know, he started kneeling, and uh, which caused a lot of people to say, you know, we don't believe in that necessarily. You know, how it's disrespectful based on their opinion. Um, so they 
then said, all right, well, we're, we're banning Nike as a brand that we're going to use, right? Well, we're not going to use Nike. I'm just curious because then in 2019, it seems like the same people are saying that they're banning Nike. It's like, well, I thought you already banned them in 2017. What What's new and how they're expressing their brand between 2017 and 2019. And really the only difference is what was the big contract that he, that, that Kaepernick signed with Nike. Um, and you know, I, I'm trying to, I try to look at this from all different angles. And one of the things I can say is, you know, when you put so much money into the face of your brand, it would be very difficult, I think, for them to go to him and say, if you think this is one thing, but it's actually not, um, no, we're going to keep selling the shoe. Because I think what would happen then is they would find out that they wasted a bunch of money on the face of their new brand because it would have to be, you know, contrary to what he believes. And you'd be fighting with your own spokesperson for your own brand. And I think that could that, that could obviously cause a lot of um, financial damage for their brand, whether it's whether it's right or wrong. Um, my, my, pers- my perspective on this has kind of always been how I would view pretty much any other product in the industry where it needs to match your brand. I think that's our job as salespeople to figure out what, what products uh, align well with your brand. And if your brand, you don't, you know, you've positioned yourself in one way, doesn't fit with the current image of Nike, well, there's other, there's other options out there. You know, there's, there's another, there's Adidas, there's Under Armour, there's lots of other solutions. If your brand does align with the current Nike uh, brand, well, then there may or may not be an issue for you. And it's definitely a very polarizing um, topic. There's people on both sides, uh, and, and it's interesting. It's it's very geographical too. So I think there's. Um, a lot more people out west uh, from what we've seen that are okay and for the Nike brand and want Nike products. Um, <clears throat> and then there's some in the southeast where we've seen them say, you know, it's probably not a good match for us. We'll just look at a different brand. They don't really have a lot of um, – it's not anger. It's just they don't right. think it, it aligns with where they're at currently. And they'll, so we'll present other options. So that's that's kind of where we're at. So chiming in, and Kirby and I did discuss this on Unscripted, um, I don't know, about a month ago, but it was a it was a brief conversation, not the, let me pull out some generic business speak here, not the deep dive we're doing right now. <laughs> um, but when I when I think about this controversy, and, and, and I do know about it a little bit, and hear what everybody's saying, it seems like it's almost indicative of where we're at as a society, that we've lost all ability to have an open dialogue and compromise. Mm-hmm. It seems like I'm on one side, you're on the other, and one of us is right and one of us is wrong. Yeah, it seems like it. And so how do we move past that um, from a brand, and let's just keep it at a brand business perspective, because you know, it is not my, uh, I have no right to tell Colin Kaepernick how to feel uh, about certain imagery. That is, that I, I was not ra- I'm not African American. I don't know what that's like. And I don't know, you know, I look at that flag and I see the Betsy Ross flag and I start singing the song, you know, 13 original colonies. You know, I, that's what oh, I see. Sing it, um, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that's what I see. But other people may see something different. Well, see, that would be wrong as well, because it's actually not representative of the 13 original colonies. The, when the Declaration of Independence declared the colony or turned the colonies into states. So it's actually the first 
official flag of the United States. Yes. I, I was just singing the song. There's no, no I know, but to rub I'm, my nose in it. <laughs> no, but what I'm trying to say is that everybody looks at it, but they don't necessarily know the history of it. So they get their, their feels all up in a, in a jumble because they don't necessarily know the history of the actual flag. And okay, so how do, how do we get around that then? <laughs> Pay attention in history class in school, yeah. you know? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. For, the, for do, those that are out of grade school and, you know, I don't know. Whatever. So let me let me just jump in real quick because I, I listen to a lot of um, history of the flag, uh, you know, podcasts and, and videos, and then I also wanted to know. All right, well, you know, what what is what is the opposite stance of maybe what I think? Like, what why do people have an issue with the flag, mm-hmm. uh, with, with with that Betsy Rocks flag um, in particular? And it actually had nothing to do with. Um, the flag itself. It was the time period. Time period, yeah. Of the flag, it was. Yeah. It was that, you know, the the flag stood for our independence, but but a lot of people believe not everyone had their independence during the time of that flag, because I believe the current flag uh, that we know of it today is was was I believe 1960. Someone help me out there. I think that's when it was when the new American flag as we know it today was changed from one flag to another. Now I'm not saying that times in the 60s weren't bad also, but I do think that there was a big difference between what it was pre-1960 versus post-1960. Um, so I, that was the opinion that was given that I heard several people reiterate, which it's the time period of which that flag was in existence and that that didn't represent independence for all. So I, I can't, you know, I don't, I like, like Bill said, I'm not about to tell someone that they're wrong for that opinion or how they feel about that. Um, so that, I don't know, again, that's just me doing research and listening to different opinions on it. And yeah, that's what I know the concern was. And I can definitely agree on that. You can't be mad. Everyone is entitled to their opinion. Um, which it's just, I think I'm a little bit more biased towards that. I'm unapologetically American. I was a vet. I am a vet. I'm sorry. You know, being in the Navy, working as hard as I had to work and, and doing the things that I had to do, I, I... I'm one of the last person to ever be offended, but I feel like when people start kneeling and burning flags and, and all that stuff, that really, it hits, it hits home in a, in a rough, and a tough way. But it's a, it's a shame that it, it's being viewed as a symbol of hate. Um, that's really sad. It's, yeah. it's really sad. Well, and the, the funny thing is, Meg, you talked about being a veteran and, and you know, that. So there were actually uh, African-Americans that fought for that flag. Yeah. Uh, in the war as well. So, I mean, how how would you think that they felt, you know, if somebody were, were destroying that flag? Yeah, you know no, I, mean? I agree. I agree. I don't think that's I, that's. I personally at. think it's the same way. And honestly, like, you're absolutely 100% right. Everybody has, you know, the right to their opinion, and that's the great thing about being in America, right? Like, that's one of your rights. So, ultimately, I just I feel like, you know, we're... I, I just... I take a pretty hard stance, I guess, because I just don't feel like there really is a whole lot of oppression if any at all anymore um you know sure there are still some racist people out there um i just i think you know a couple bad apples shouldn't spoil the whole bunch in that situation and you have it on both sides too and i, <coughs> no, I agree there's sure. definitely bad 100 percent. definitely corrupt police there's definitely but i think overall people want to see this this world left a better place than they than they left it, honestly. And, you know, I mean, at least I do. I guess people that I surround myself with, I'm not sitting here on the internet 
looking for trolls or trolling. I'm actually out there enjoying my life and doing my job and interacting with people. And, and you just don't see this day to day. And I've, I travel to all parts of the country. And I think it's just a lot of online people just being their big old bully self saying what they want to say. But in real life, a lot of the stuff isn't actually happening or going on. And I think the, the news and the media does a, a a bang up job of making it seem like it's a lot worse than it really is. And um, I know, we, Steve, you actually reached out to Sanmar, right? Is that correct? To see what their stance was on it? Because they are, you know, they're family oriented and have a sell Nike. What did they yeah. have to say? Yes. Excuse me. So I, I did reach out to Sanmar, um, you know, in kind of twofold things. You know, one, I wanted to just say, you know, just ask them. You know, from a regional perspective, you know, talking to uh, my my rep and whatnot, and be like, hey, you know, how how have how have sales been? You know, how has how have you know the the um, I guess the the optics of everything been? You know, with you guys carrying the line, and you know, it was it was very positive, and their their stance and they're good salespeople, and they've they're they're, they're great people too. Um, their stance has always been it is one of a lot of brands they carry. You know, it is it, it's not that they are making a stance for or against the what the brands stand for but if some people feel like that fits their brand then of course they'll they'll advise you you know maybe to it if they say you know hey it's not doesn't fit our brand culture well then they're they're going to be able to say well how about an OGO you know how about some other pieces like they're they're, they're sales folks just like we're sales folks where we have to try to make sure that brands align with right you know the mission of 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 you know their marketing objectives um, they they do plan on giving us some sort of uh, formal statement at some point. Uh, they they needed to collaborate with their team, and you know, giving them a forty eight hour, seventy two hour notice was probably unreasonable to, to get enough. that back from them. Right. Um, but I don't think that it's something they're shying away from either. I think it's it's definitely something that they they're aware of. Uh, they know, um, and you know, they're you know we we know their their stance on corporate social responsibility they're they're kind of leaders in that field in a lot of ways um so i i don't think that they it, it goes unnoticed you know i think that they're they're a good you know good brand good company where that's definitely something that they have on their radar uh but like any business they're going to be smart with the way that they they come about it you know it's they're they have clients that like we have clients that are really for it and really against it so i think it would be very wise of them to kind of take a very neutral stance on something like that just like i think um unless you feel like it's morally against your company which is something i think we talked about with some of the controversial industry stuff right mm-hmm. um it, you really need to, that's really a, a company a, a self-evaluation that's really not for another company to come tell you what to do or, or how to feel so i think that that's something that as a company you need to analyze yourself you know so it's a it's a big topic, right? And it's a touchy one. Um, I mean, do, do you ha- think Nike did it? As, oh, sorry, I just um, good. Like, do you think they, I heard publicity stunt earlier? Like, do you think? I mean, their sales are down overall. Like, you know, Adidas is kicking butt. Do you think that this was meant to be a publicity stunt to help encourage down in, sales? Down in what way? Well, their stock shares have gone down. I know uh, in 2017, um, or maybe it was 2018, they'd had this huge, like, 40% off sale, which they've never done in the history of Nike. It was just sluggish. They were trying to boost sales. So I didn't know maybe if this was just some type of – I mean, I just can't imagine them shipping 
and and producing all of these shoes and then pulling them. It, that just so, so Nike me. Nike stocks in 2017 were at about 50, trading about fifty dollars, and they're they're they've peaked this year over ninety dollars a share. Um, Sorry, they, I might have, I read something somewhere in 18 that they were they lost 12 percent oh, yeah. or yeah, something they, in they three probably, months. They probably dipped. There was a dip in, um, you know, yeah, they had a high of like seventy dollars and it dropped down to, you know, something like fifty nine or something like that. So which is a big percentage, but they. Um, you know they they've capitalized in markets that other brands certainly have not. There was a actually excuse me the biggest tip they had was when they were at eighty four, they dropped about sixty nine. So it was about fifteen dollar drop per share. Gotcha. Which, which was which was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they've they've come back though and they've been trading upwards of ninety dollars a share in this year. Wow. Which is which is, yeah. which is interesting because it, it also makes you wonder is this you know I hate to use this term but is this like the Kardashian model. You know, is this is this uh, all all publicity is good publicity? Mm-hmm. Um, may, maybe it is. I mean, and, and this isn't to to harp on the the views. You know, whether we think of it right or wrong, but you know, we're talking about them right now. Yeah, exactly. We, you know, and and exactly. people have have been talking <laughs> about them for a long time now. Um, is that is that the goal? Was that the mission? I I don't know. I mean, I'm not I'm not high enough in their their area to know. I think those are definitely two different topics of do we agree with it and what's the what's the purpose behind it, you know. So True. Um, true. Bill, what were you saying before I rudely interrupted you? I have no idea. <laughs> um I, I I think I was just gonna say, you know, it's just what it's a difficult topic, you know, it's very touchy and mm-hmm. It's one of those things you can start off trying to have an open, honest dialogue, and in one wrong syllable will send someone into complete hypnosis on the other side. So I'm not sure there's a there's a real end game to this, other than to say, you know, I, I think Jeff. One of the things Jeff said, um, and, and Jeff's very angry this morning. I'm not sure why, um, <laughs> but one of the things Jeff said was, um, you know, this should have been caught in the design phase. Now, I would back off. I wouldn't say it should have been caught in the design phase, but you need to have someone in your organization who is mitigating risk, a risk manager saying, here are the potential ways this can be viewed. And then you make a decision as a company, well, screw it, we're moving ahead because we don't see it that way, or, hey, we didn't think about it that way or hadn't, was, weren't aware of that. Um, and, and we move on. That's why Ford employs people when they're naming cars to look at it every single possible language variation so it doesn't say, you know, donkey testicles in Swahili. Um, so I, I think that to me is the biggest solve. And then uh, I, have actually, the, I, I have that's, that shirt. That's, who doesn't? The donkey um, I, testicles one? No. Yeah, I didn't I, realize I, that. But I think the real solve is to have uh, open and candid conversations in private. I think what I see will be between both Nike and Colin Kaepernick, and again, I don't know what's in anybody's heart, or and I don't purport to feel what anybody's feeling, but it seems like a lot of saber rattling just for the sake of saber rattling. Saber rattling, huh? Mm-hmm. What would that entail, saber rattling? Um, you take a saber, and then you'd rattle it. Rattle. <laughs> Does it like, make any sound? Uh, no. Like no, a lightsaber? Like, like no. a... No. 
No, no. But you know what never rattles? That would be the good logo mats you could put on your floor with your customer's brand on it. That's right. The good people at logo mats, they've been in business more than 50 years. There's no minimum order quantity. It's a really profitable product line to carry. The pricing is on an A, and you can make over $1,000 on just a 10-piece 3x5 floor mat order. So if you want to learn more, go ahead and visit LogomatsLLC.com. Your friend Miles Wadsworth uh, will take care of you, and you won't be sorry you did. Guys, really good-spirited discussion this morning. Don't think we solved anything other than uh, making sure that no car is named Donkey Testicles. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.